0: what is up everybody welcome to i believe episode five of sports card talk it has been a little while um since we've been able to get the gang back together but um we're excited i know we're already talking before we're ready to get into it um so i'd like to welcome back michael coleman and shia and i i don't know about the last name so i'm just going to keep it at shia um but i appreciate you guys coming back on and uh and i'm ready to kind of get this discussion going again.
1: Heck yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, my name's Coleman at Coleman Cards on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me back, Shy. I mean, Sash. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I'm, I'm Shy at Sealer Cards, and Sash, as always,
1: it's a pleasure.
0: It's always a pleasure, boys. All right, first thing I want to get into, Lakers just won a championship. How are you guys feeling? Go ahead,
1: Shia.
2: Uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, pretty good for the Lakers living in L.A. It's pretty good. Uh, LeBron prices going down, hopefully, hopefully you were prepared for that and didn't uh,
1: catch any surprises. It's you're right? It's just like Patrick Mahomes' stuff going down when he won the Super Bowl last year. I mean, it's almost the same exact thing we're seeing. So based off that, I mean, it should only be a matter of time before everyone starts snatching stuff up because the market's getting flooded with LeBron stuff right now. But it should only be a matter of time, like with the height building and stuff for next year.
0: Were you guys selling, like, leading up to him presumably winning the chip? Or what were you guys kind of doing with the the cards you guys had?
1: Um, I kind of only sell LeBron if I have to. Um, I'm never going to rush to move LeBron, even if his stuff is moving down. Um, Just because nobody could have really foreseen that his stuff was going to go down. I mean, the common stuff, you know, after August, because that was the peak, people could have seen that, I guess, a little bit. But... At the end of the day, even if LeBron stuff's going down, I'm only moving it if I have to. I'm going to move other stuff first. But that being said, like, yeah, I've been moving stuff all along the way of LeBron.
2: Um, personally, I did move my 9-5 uh, for the sole reason. I think I was just too heavy on LeBron compared to everything else that I had. Uh, with the, say, 10 and the quad, I was just I need to diversify. And I knew that the quad was going to go down. Um, I'm not saying it's going to not go back up. It's going to go up. It'll probably be a 10 K card once uh season starts again. But um I just thought I would diversify and I've kept a couple of, but the main ones, obviously the PSA 10 curl.
0: So was the nine five quad like something you were, you've been holding on to for a while or was it like something so, recently?
2: So the nine, I originally had a nine five min gem and the min gem was whenever I bought it slow, I think back in February or March. Super low. Then I was like, okay, and this was during the time when I'll show you and get a PSA 10. And I was like, okay, let me get a quad. And worst case, if I can't get a PSA 10, I'll still have the quad. So then I ended up doing a deal with Mike, where he stopped by. I gave, we did a little trade, and he got my, my min gem with some other stuff, and I got the quad. And then, of course, a week later, a deal comes up PSA 10 shows up. He obviously didn't want the quad, and um, yeah, so I ended up with two.
0: So you got the PSA 10?
2: Yes. I have PSA 10, not the quad, yeah.
0: Like, Like in general, are are you guys, like, I know there's some people that are, like, panic-selling LeBron, which I kind of think is stupid. I just think if you have LeBron, you hold him. Um, But, like, when, I know, like, a lot of people have been DMing me this. They're like, well, like, when's the time, you know, to start buying these cards? And, like, for me, like, I always say, like, well, like, I feel like if you're buying it right now, you're in pretty good shape when season starts. Um, like, how are you guys kind of feeling on that?
1: I feel like it's always a good time to buy LeBron. I mean, even in August, it was crazy price, like, crazy prices. Um, look, like, if, if you're spending 16000 on a PSA 10 tops chrome base, in my opinion, it better be because you're holding it longer than – three months um, or six months. So, you know, I, I think it's with any get, um, the worst thing you can do is try and time it. Um, that being said, you should try to do your best to understand it. But I would say never worry about when you're buying the card, um, we'll worry about it. But at the same time, like, you know, you can't predict the exactly when it's going to exactly when it's going to fall down. But people that are wondering, should I buy LeBron right now? Um, I would say yes, because how much more can it really come? It's not going to crater any farther than it is, like go down that much more. So even if you buy and it goes down a little bit more, it's going to go back up. So I wouldn't worry too much about wondering when the bottom is. If you want the card and you're trying to make a good investment, buying LeBron card, I would say just pull the trigger.
2: Yeah, I could agree with that. Um, Personally, obviously, as Mike said, you can't time the market perfectly. time it to an extent but you're not going to ever figure out when the bottom or the top is just like whenever everybody was panicking once covid the uh, shutdown ended i quote sasha cards are going to tank when people can't pay their mortgages quote-unquote thank you sasha I sold two lucas silver psa 10s i appreciate it <laughs> uh, to uh, continue to continue um yeah i've been buying uh lebron is perfect time to buy now um it obviously peaked it's dropped um, and it's gonna bottom. Like, it's just like people are not gonna start selling PSA 10 chromes for AA. And if they are, um, I will be buying more. Um, regarding other things, I've been adding it. Uh, I think it's smart. And also, you gotta think about it season starting in February, probably. What's that, four months? Four, four or five months? So mm-hmm. it's even that far of a timeline where you have to wait a year and you're holding these cards. So, um, and from now on, I think all the rookie stuff is just going to keep increasing as free agency news comes out, trades. I, the championship ended on, what was that, Sunday? I saw trade talks and rumors on Monday. Like, it's already started brewing. Um, so, yeah.
1: Big facts. I mean, like, uh, well, I just got a notification from Real GM that uh, the Mavericks are going to be uh, ahead of the line to get Giannis. I mean, even rumblings like that, you know, like imagine if that did happen or if Giannis does go somewhere, you know, it's going to create, you know, uh, uh, a surge in, in sales and, and buys and stuff like that. So, yeah, 100%. I, I, think,
0: I think if I'm Giannis, like I'm, I want to go to South Beach and play with Jimmy Butler and like Pat Riley is the GM. Like I think that's a championship team. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on it. I don't think it wins a chip with the Bucks. I don't think they have the capability to do it.
1: Is he any better than KD though? If he does that,
0: is he any better than LeBron if he does that?
1: Well, I mean, like I, I, I think I agree with. You. I think why not do it? I think it would be a great fit for him. But is he gonna get the same type of hate? You know, that I don't think I good don't good think he gets the hate
0: at all. I don't think he gets the hate. To, go to Miami,
2: Durant is kind of like Harden. They people just hate them. He's one of the yeah. people obviously ate hard at a, a bunch more. People he, just love the trash on K D.
0: But people yeah. love Giannis.
2: People love Giannis. So I don't people think love Giannis type of
0: So y'all, if I, I me personally, if I'm Giannis, I'm trying to get myself to South Beach because I think when I watched the Heat play the Lakers, I was just thinking, like, what if they had Giannis on their team? What if they have Giannis on their team? Like that would be very, very interesting. Uh-huh. Um and I think there's a championship with that team. If- but Absolutely. That,
2: to add on to that, I read something. I don't know if it's true, but they said if Giannis were to go to Heat, they cannot extend Bam. They wouldn't be able to afford it. So the squad would just be Jimmy and Giannis, no Bam. And Bam is amazing. I feel though. like they
0: don't have He's too many big contracts, though. But I might be wrong. Like, I don't think they, they
2: have. They're pretty deep. They have dropped. Draw- I, don't, I don't know everybody's contract, but you got Heroes, Young, they have a lot of.
0: Extension. I feel like if I feel like if Giannis wanted to come to Miami, Miami, Pat Riley would like figure it out to like get him there. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be too worried about like the luxury tax and all that stuff. I don't know, but I think that's like the best fit for him because, like, are the Bucks going to try to bring like a second star in this summer? Like, what are, like are they? How are they going to trade for him? Like I don't know how that works out, and like who would they even be able to bring? Um. Like, do you want Paul George? Like, I don't know if you do. I
2: think right. Chris Bradley would be an amazing addition, but I don't think he'll go to Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, it's a tough sell. I mean, like, and then what happens to Giannis guards if he traded to the Heat? Right? I think they go like, up. Crazy. They go up, right? They're crazy. And, like, what if that happens in a month or two months? Like, yeah. If Milwaukee just says, hey, look, like, you know, he finally sat down and talked with us and said he's going to leave, so we're going to max out and get what we can for him by sending him to Miami. That's where he wants to go. Like, Giannis stuff is cheap right now. Like, I, you know, I bought, like, one Giannis card, um, and I'm thinking – I'm looking at other ones. It just seems so cheap because everyone's so down on the guy. And, like, you know, it might be a small window to buy Giannis. 3K, as, 8, 8,
2: 10. I saw it today. 3K, right? It's old. Yeah. I see you. Yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, like, if, if Giannis goes to the Heat, that buying is closed. It's not going to go from 3K to 6K, but it ain't going to be 3K anymore, you know?
2: Yeah, at least 4,500. Maybe even 5.
0: And right. I, th- I think um, the interesting thing is, which we haven't – we'll hit right now, is, um, I don't know, about a month ago, whenever the NBA decided to, like, do, like, the second shutdown, um, cards, you know, went down in general, like, all-stars cards pretty much went down. Um, how, like, what did you think of that at first? Like, what was your kind of mindset? Um, and why do you think that kind of happened? Like, what are your kind of thoughts on, like, your reasoning on, like, why cards went down during that period of time and kind of stayed down and had some sort of correction? Well, I think that prices were already
1: so high um, and we're getting so high over hype and everything that it was only, it only needed one domino to fall to start a downward trajectory. And that might've just been the, you know, um, there's all kinds of, you know, theories on why and stuff. I I think something that we definitely saw is, you know, politically uh, a lot of people are just apolitical when it comes to sports. They don't really want politics and sports and, I think there's definitely a large group of people that were just a little bit a little bit sick and tired of hearing about all the social justice stuff and um you know it, nobody's wrong or right, but at the same but at the same time, like you know if that t- people off a little bit because they're getting bashed over the head with it constantly, they might lose some interest in everything, and they see a shutdown and their fears become realized, and prices start to dwindle a little bit but um I would just argue that it was because prices were already getting to such crazy. Uh, point that you know they just started to fall down a little bit
2: I 100% agree Um, yeah I think the whole political uh, involvement in sports I think kind of pushed some people the wrong way and they're like okay I'm sick and tired of this I just want to watch sports I don't want any of this stuff and they got uh, just irritated I get it by I guess Um, but you also got to think the the high of the prices and even where they are now, think about it. What the prices were in March, like, like it's not even comparable. Like the percentage up, I don't know what we are, but it's astronomical. Um, so even the down now is extremely high.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Just to jump on that, like Kawhi, take Kawhi PSA tens, right? What are they uh, at right now? Two K. <laughs> and that's a crash, right? They oh, crashed. Right, but what were they in March? Do you remember? I was buying them for
2: 500 a piece.
1: Right, I think I remember like 350, 400. So did they really crash, or you know? No, I, well, I mean, like I sold thing. one
2: at the high. I sold one at the high. I didn't want to sell it, and now this one, I'm thinking, okay, I have 500 dollars into it, I think it'll be car- K Card again, or 4K or whatever it is. Once they rebuild, hopefully, and do something, but. It crashed, it crashed in like a, day. but if you think about it in like the, it's like in stocks, you don't check if a stock just crashed in one day and then say, oh yeah, this the stock is whole Look at like the th- three month, the six month, the one year, like look at all those uptrends. Then right. you're like, okay, the stock is going up. It had a little down. It should rebound because it's still in the uptrend.
1: Right. And you know, I mean, with Kawhi, I, uh, I tried to catch a falling knife and I bought one at 500 on the way down you know thinking like it's not going to go down anymore and it went down to 2k you know so now i have to sit on that um but i would just like you know all the people out there and stuff anybody that was buying that car at six thousand dollars like unfortunately it was a bad buy it was a really bad buy at five thousand dollars same with Giannis. same with you know lebron tops chrome at $16,000. does doesn't mean that it won't get back there it's just at that price it was a bad buy and unfortunately if you didn't have the understanding of the market to know that then you know you have to sit on it for a while
0: and i think that the the like slowdown of the market was going to happen like no matter if that suspension occurred that just like that just sped up the process i agree
2: yeah
0: everybody was going to get knocked out eventually and then those prices would have like come down but it happened all at once because like everything got shut down for a short period of time and then it just could never reboot. Um, and to go to your point about the choir, like, Luca's, when the pandemic hit, got down to, like, 300 bucks and before they were, like, 600 and now they're down, but they're 1,300. Up. <laughs> when they were two, they were two grand during the playoffs, now they're 1,300.
2: What, that's up 400 plus
1: percent.
0: Like, that's... You're still, like, if you bought that in March, you're still, like, sitting very well.
1: Yeah. And um, go ahead. go for it. I was going to say the percentage dropped, too. So a Kawhi dropped from 6 Call it 5K. Call the Kawhi 5K. 6K is a little, I mean, those probably weren't real when it touched 6K. But a 5K, it drops down to, what, 900 now, 2K? So that's a 60% drop. Lucas dropped from what was the high 2100, like 2200, 21, yeah, 21 22. 2100 to 1300. So that's a 40% drop, 45% drop.
0: Yeah. Like yeah,
1: yeah. And what's crazy is there's like 800 kawais and there's 12,000 Lucas yet the Kwai dropped
0: more than Luka. Well, cuz Luke like you can you know the the demand for Lucas like Nutty. Right. And, right. It, and it's
2: also because of the media. The media is obviously yeah. going all on the Clippers saying, oh, L.A. is the Lakers city and PG. Well, it is,
0: it is though. L.A. It, is the Lakers it, it,
2: city. I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm just saying this is what the media was pushing out. And the day that they lost, we saw that stuff for like two weeks. And I'm still seeing it every other day now, this whole Kawhi. And this, you're just getting, like, beaten down. Until well, I mean, happens.
0: when you he lose, knows
2: Kawhi's going to come back. Yeah, that's just the type of player he is.
0: Yeah, I agree. But, like, when you lose in that fashion, like, you're due to get, like, bad rap, yeah, especially bad if you're playing in L.A. Like, you have to know that. If you're going to come play in L.A., like, that will happen if you lose.
2: I agree. But, but, if, but you people, win,
0: if you win, you're godlike, like how the Lakers are right now.
2: I agree. But people also, they took – they didn't look at the big picture of how Kawhi played throughout the bubble. Kawhi played fantastic throughout the bubble. Right. But he just couldn't do it. He obviously didn't play that great in the last game. But if you look at what he did leading up to that, he played impeccable. But people just focus on the last game and think about what help did he have. What Lou Will probably put up, like, uh, was it like 12 points? PG did absolutely nothing. Like, it was just horrible. Mess. It wasn't just Kawhi's cool fault.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big variable. I think another variable is like, um, what Sasha was saying is that Luca is so in demand. Uh, like the demand for Luca is just really big because there's so many collectors. Like there's a Luca collector born every day, basically. Um, and so that's why I would argue that Luca Prism PSA 10, even at a population of 12,000, is gonna go up or the quai goes up. I agree. Because you have the collector base, you have all these people that, if they don't have the card already, they want the card and they're on their way up to the card. And then you also have all the investors. And the big thing
2: with the Luca is some celebrity could easily buy 50 Luka PSA tens flex on their Instagram. They're not going to be able to go buy 50, 100 Kawais. That's. And they're
1: gonna not f- going to want
2: to. And they're not going to want to. But it's, it's not fashionable. Quarter. Exactly, because Kawhi isn't the most exciting player who's gonna do a step back on you. He's gonna play post up, drive for the hoop, mid range. He just that's does right.
1: it all the nitty gritty.
0: That's right. So at thirteen hundred for Luka, though, for me, I'm like, that's a buy. Are you guys kinda of in the same boat? Like that just like for for me, Luca at thirteen hundred just seems like such a like simple play where I know that before the season starts this is probably going to be you know I think me and Chad talked about it last night like a two to like three it's safe 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 Chai, safe um, are, like what do you guys kind of think about that and are you currently trying to buy Luca at the price point that it's in? if I
1: can if I can find a Luca Prism PSN for like 1100 1150 I'll buy it um, I think at 1300 it's a buy but I think what a buy is is kind of like a spec so if you're not willing to put into any work of understanding cards or the market or anything like yeah. that, and you just want a Luka card, go after the Luka Prism PSA 10 at 1300 Because that card eventually, even if it goes down to 1100 is going to go back up past 1300 at some point. What I would say is a better buy is if you're willing to go along that spectrum and start putting work into understanding Luka cards, Luka rookie cards, different sets and everything like that, and you can start understanding which ones are cool, which ones haven't really been sought out yet, because there's a million Luca rookie cards, and if you put in the work to investigating and researching all the cards, you can slide along that spectrum to where a better buy isn't actually the Luca Prism PSA10. Maybe it's Town Royale. Maybe it's um, a status credentials. Maybe it's something like that um, that's going to hold the value it has right now without taking a little dip. You, Before going back up. You
0: bring up an interesting point. Because this is has this has been a topic of discussion when um you know the prices went down during the whole suspension of the season, everybody was like don't, the, at that point a lot of collectors were like, see, that's why you don't buy base. Yeah. color." Um, and do you think because people maybe have got, got scared because of the whole base dip that they're now wanting to put their money into color um because for me i'm like look like there are some collectors that are just like uh did we lose coleman or is he good i'm here i got a call
1: coming in sorry go for it no worries
0: um but like for me like i'm like there's collectors that are like yeah you should only be buying color like that's what's gonna play out long term blah 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 which i get what they're saying but at the same time it's like they're trying they're they're saying that like base should be zero i'm like the only way your color goes up a decent amount is if your base is actually appreciating as well yes you both comp they both have to complement each other right uh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like so for me like i was buying i i, I like trey young as you guys know and i think he's a buy right now um you know last year what what i did was i loaded up on base this year what i did is i bought base but now you know i have a little bit more equity now so i was able to buy like red prism you know purple prism all numbered like you know, that sort of stuff, like Red Disco. Um, but, like, I want to know, like, what are your kind of thoughts on on basically everything I just said and the whole color versus, because I think, Coleman, that's the point you're bringing up is similar to that, where it's like the base versus color and um, everything that's going on kind of like in topics of discussion right now with collectors and investors and all that.
1: Absolutely. So again, it just goes on the spectrum. If you don't want to put in any work and you just want investment, you want to own the cards so you can watch a Mavericks game and say, Hey, look, I get a Luca rookie card, get the PSA 10 base. It's going to be a wild ride, go up and down. But for the majority of the time for the next year, it's not going to be 1300. It's going to go up. It might go down to 1100 or a thousand or something like that. I don't see it, but it could, it's going to be a weird ride. If you want to put in some work and research and understand different markets, You might be able to position yourself to make a better buy if you do a color. The only thing is it's harder to ascertain the true value of a color compared to a base. And the reason why is because there's more sales data, which is why a a site like Card Ladder is actually really, really interesting because their accuracy in a lot of cases is like 95%. Their prediction of what um, a card that doesn't sell a lot actually is worth. so you know you can you can use tools like that to try and figure out what the actual value of a card that you want to go after that'd be safer safer than um than the base so again i just think it just depends how much work you want to put into it some people other things they got jobs they got families they got this they got that they don't want to put any any of the work that we put into it and that's fine like um but that's why i would say do, what the, do the path of least resistance Do what is most convenient Buy the PSA 10 base Or buy a pink ice or something like that Or you know whatever But uh, as far as the color and everything You got to be able to put in the work And understand what that card's worth And if you're getting it at the price Or if you're getting it for lower or higher And know if you're overpaying Sometimes you need to overpay if it's a rare one um, And sometimes you need to overpay in general Just in case you know If it's a really nice raw copy or something like that uh, but those are all the intricacies and nuances of this market that, if you don't understand, you can't really play in it and be successful.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Uh, my take on base versus uh, color. Well, let's let me talk about this first. All these people that say base is is garbage and it's going down. Um, okay, let's go back to this because we were just talked about this. This dip, March. How much are Lucas doing? Sash said three hundred. What are they doing now? 1300? So this dip that people are talking about in the long, there was no dip. It, it's been off. Base will return. It's, it's like a forsaken truth. it's gonna have, it's gonna come back. When it comes to base versus color, I view it as kind of the base is maybe easier to move and it's easier to tell the evaluation because more people can afford the base. It's as simple as that. but the color is more like S&P 500 while the base is like a stock. If Luca tears his ACL, the base is going to drop like super fast and steep. The color may drop a little bit, but it's more going to be more gradual rather than a straight drop. And it may not even drop because the color is so wanted. Like a blue Luca. if he were to tear his ACL today, I don't think blue would drop. It may not.
1: Because it's a great it's- point. I just want to interrupt real quick, Shy, because uh, in Dallas in August when Luca rolled his ankle in game two, I think, of the playoffs, Yeah. before he hit the shot, he rolled his ankle. Maybe it was game one. I don't know. And they said he wasn't going to come out. No, no, it was game three. And they said he wasn't probably going to make game four, but he ended up making game four and hitting the shot. But before that, everyone was saying it looks like he rolled ankle, looks like he might be out of the rest of the playoffs. I went to the show the next day because it was the second day of the show. Guess how many people were giving discounts on Luke Color? Zero. Exactly. And that's what I, I just want to jump on what you're saying and give a real example of it. it. Is like, yeah, like no one's giving a discount on that color just because he rolled his ankle. But that yep. base is going to tank.
2: Exactly. Uh, I'm personally, Sasha mentioned his Trey Young buying. I'm one of those people. I I cannot stand fast break. I'm one of those people. I just cannot stand it. If I'm going to buy color, I'm going to buy the hobby I just can't stand fast rate. I'm the same
1: way. I'm the same way. It's Teletubby, man. If I were to
2: buy, I would personally, (laughs) because with color, is already expensive. Anytime I'm thinking about buying color, whatever, like let's say a Zion Prism PSA 10 color, whatever, let's say it's 5K. You always got to think the base, I could go buy 10 base PSA 10s, or I could go buy the color. The color by season starts, maybe 7K, let's just say, but the base those Zion base could hit 800, maybe even a K before season as it goes up and the base and the end will be more, but the, the, the color is the safer play. So you always got to think about that when it comes to color, but like fast break, I'll take the base and the silver, over fast break. I just can't stand fast break.
0: Let, let me, let me tell you guys about my fast break buy before Shai bashes me or already bashes me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they were not, They're Beckett 9s and 9.5s that I'm cracking and sending to PSA. So that's the play I'm making on Fast Break. I will say, like, I don't, like, I agree with you, like, in saying, like, or actually the, the Trey Red Disco, though, was a PSA 10, but the other two purples were 9s and 9.5s. But I do get what you're saying. Like, Red Disco's always going to be kind of second fiddle, but I still think it's a play to be made. Like, I still think those are going to appreciate.
2: Um, I don't think it's second fiddle. It's fourth fiddle. There's lots of things in front of it.
0: Okay. Red um, eyes. <laughs> but but I also purchased the Red Prism, truck yeah. PSA ten, which I think is it's it's color it's jersey matching like like I I that card I got for three point two k.
2: Isn't that super low, Mike? I talked to him. I, that was a five k card.
1: PSA ten.
0: PSA ten. Three point two k. That felt like a goodbye to me yeah
1: um, i'd agree
0: and yeah i mean like it, like i don't know it, it felt like a really good buy and at 3.2k what happens when trey you know if he can do what he did last year and actually get into the playoffs like that becomes very interesting to me
2: what is a luca mike you know the answer what is a luca
0: blue 10 doing
1: uh, they want somebody wants 33k on Facebook and CardLadder has it at 22k.
0: So the blues out of 199, correct?
1: Correct, yeah. but for the sake, I mean, but for the color, it, it's just tough. color match. That's yeah, what right. Right. I know, I know, And you want to compare tens, Like there's 34 blue PSA tens. I don't know how many tray reds there are, but I'm guessing there's like 50. So for sake of discussion, it's about the same population for PSA 10 reds compared to blues, right? Yeah. So. Uh,
0: so a tray red at 3.2k like i feel good about that right like, a quick a quick way
1: you can do it is if a tray is 400 and lucas 1300 exactly that's what
0: 3, 3.3 3.2 3.3x okay so so uh, 3200
1: times 3.2 puts you at like 12k so technically yeah. like technically yeah, but again, we're getting away from the fact that there's Luca collectors that look yeah. at that blue as like a Grail, right? Exactly. And they're
2: not Trey collectors are not there yet. My right. obviously not. Right. Right.
0: Me buying that card, I uh, I'm buying it because I know that three months from now there's going to be more attention on Trey, so that's going to bring up its value somewhat. And I'm also making a bet, saying, Hey, look, I like Trey Young. And I think that you know he's going to have a really really good season and hopefully sneak and do it the seventh seed. That's why I'm buying that card essentially.
2: I think there's one big issue regarding this whole thing is everybody knows everybody said it. I, I think I know one person and his name is Roy, and he says that Zion is better than Luca. But for the majority of people, the people say Luca is all. T- he's going to be amazing and he's the best out of the incoming the rookies out of there's- recent. Years. But with Trey, there's Jaw. And there's this whole thing that people say Jaw oh, is better than Trey and this and that. Yeah, no, Trey is better than Jaw. Trey is better than Jaw. And I think that causes a slight discrepancy regarding his prices.
0: I agree. I mean, I think that I'm buying Trey. You guys know I, I don't buy any John Morant. I'm buying Trey all day over John Morant for me. That's what I, that's what I like. That's why I think that's is gonna play out long term um, and like Zion is not better than Luca um, Zion first has to play a full like you know sixty seventy games um, and be healthy I hope he can be healthy and I can hope he can like just be more conditioned and lose some weight and fall out but from what I've seen from Luca already, I know if he continues on the trajectory he's going, he's an all time player, somebody we haven't really seen before. Um, like, we've never, like, people, like, I feel like people are starting to get, like, normalized to how good Luca is at, like, such an early age, which is scary. Um, but I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm still buying Luca. Like, I just think he's crazy good. And he's already shown it. Like I think his prop. If I had to put my money down on it, I think his regular season MVP next year. If I had to put a money on a guy, I'm picking Luca.
1: Yeah, I think he's gonna be the favorite. No, I mean, who's gonna be the favorite? Like Luca's got to be top three in the favorite discussion. Nobody, nobody,
0: nobody will want to see Giannis again. I don't. Right. And you know, Giannis is done. I think LeBron. I mean, I think LeBron. It's just like. Nobody, like, really wants to see him win again. I don't know, like, what the – that's kind of the theme I'm getting. Like, but I think it'll probably be just between LeBron and Luka. Um, a, don't, don't, see
2: KD. don't sleep on, like, KD.
0: Okay, I missed – sorry, I completely forgot about KD. Uh, but, yeah, I think KD's in there, and if he's healthy, that's, you know, interesting.
1: KD's going to have to have a hell of a year, though. That's, like, a, that's a long shot. Like, Luca's already got what he's yeah. built, you know. So, I'd say that the favorite would go over that. And, like, it's narrative and it's a fresh new face, you know. Like, people love Luca, man, including in the NBA and stuff. So, I could totally look at easily getting it. But
0: who knows? But, yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Because uh, I know we talked about – we mentioned Zion. Shia, you mentioned Zion. What are your thoughts on him just from, like, a player perspective?
1: Look, I mean, it's so early. I um, haven't seen, like, real Zion yet. and everything in the back of everyone's mind is the injury risk. So what I think is Zion is that he's an incredible talent, only comes around once in a while, and he could be truly great as well. Um, is just going to be the big thing, but everything that we're seeing from the guy in our limited sample size of what we're seeing, um, shows that he is as great as advertised. Um, it's just that there's the injury risk. Um, you know, he he was out for most of the season, and um and he was on a minute restriction, and uh, you know, right now the narrative points towards Luca because uh we saw it happen in that Luca versus Zion game where Luca down the stretch took over the game, and Zion really couldn't do anything. Um, but again, like it's it's impossible to judge Zion from the information that we have right now. We have to see him for another year. Um, and you know, that's the biggest problem that we all get into as collectors and speculators is that we want to judge a kid who's 20 years old, uh, who has all this potential and say what he's going to be. And my thing is if everyone right now is kind of like injury prone, uh, you know, that's why he's only worth 500 and Luca's worth 1300. Um, I'm buying Zion because the upside is there. And the kid has crazy talent, and he's a good kid, a really good kid. And there's a lot of money behind him, like a lot of marketing going into him and everything like that. So I'm going to bet on him uh, right now, um, you know, as far as uh, making a purchase and stuff like that. That being said, I'm not putting a ton of money into him or anything like that. I'm not going crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm a Luka guy. But, you know, lukas are crazy, and Zion gets absolutely no respect because of the injury risk.
2: Yeah, I think Zion's big thing besides the injuries is conditioning. He needs to stay on the floor. Uh, Well, we haven't even been able to see him how long he can stay on the floor because of the the minute restriction. But to me, it looks like he needs to lose uh, weight for the moment being because we know he's a force. We know he's going to dunk. We know he's going to make plays. Um, I think one thing about the Pelicans is I I don't think Brandon Ingram is the future of that squad, and it's Zion. So they got to start – forming that team around Zion. I don't think Zion's going to be the second fiddle to anybody on that squad. Uh Zion Wise is just conditioning an injury and I think the big thing with Zion as everybody knows is the name. I, I don't remember the last big name that came in the NBA is probably LeBron, but I would argue that Zion may even be bigger than how LeBron was coming in because Zion's name there's so much marketing, his deals, it's just ridiculous. Everybody who's Zion whenever he's playing in college and saw his highlights and all that and media was obviously way different back then than it is now so that's any i would say any teenager right now and most adults that follow sports in some extent pretty much everybody's eye is.
0: and i think uh i think his base 10 at like 500 i want to say
2: five to 575 so i
0: mean like you know, that you can probably buy that card if you want to keep it very simple and sell it off before the season and make, you know, I don't know, 40%, 30%. So, I mean, like, that's, like, just because the hype of him. And then, like, I think that's, like, uh, for football, like, I, you guys know, I don't really know too much about football, but, like, essentially, that's what I did. I just bought in the off season and sold right before. But what –
2: with one big thing about Zion is that won't happen with like Luca, is in my opinion, or like Trey, if Zion posts a picture on Instagram and he looks jacked and then lost weight, his cards go up, but Trey is not going to put on 40 pounds of muscle or Luca and people are going to go crazy. Like, wow, look at that guy. But if Zion does that, cards are going to start rising tremendously.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I got an interesting, a couple interesting questions that I want to kind of bring in here from Instagram. Um, somebody asked, is the market just going to keep going in circles from modern to vintage, back to modern to vintage? What are you guys' kind of thoughts on that? What do you think? I,
2: I wanted to get into vintage, but I think it's gotten to the point where I, I can't afford it and I don't have the, the drive because I can't watch Wilt Chamberlain play at the moment. <laughs> um, I can't watch up a triple-double. And uh, honestly, a PSA 4 is just not very appealing to me. Um, but vintage is obviously very expensive. Um, I don't think there's going to be this trend between vintage and present. I think vintage... What's going to happen? Like, what big thing that is going to spike vintage or tank it? I don't see anything tanking vintage. I, there could be spikes I mean, of documentaries that show how great some of these players are. But I think – I think that I, I don't even think they're in the market. Because one group of the present players are all playing. They're all performing. While the other ones, we already know what they've done. So, well, I think it's just steady growth of vintage. But
0: the, the vintage came down a lot recently, I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah, it did, but I mean, like
1: a PSA six Oscar Robertson was a thousand dollar card three months ago, and then a month ago it was twelve thousand.
2: See, I like, say that's crazy.
1: That's why Whoa. vintage is going down because vintage prices. Should. What?
2: And it should go down. It, it should.
1: Yeah, it should. absolutely. Well, absolutely. There's no reason why vintage should go twelve x in in two months. It makes absolutely no sense and it's completely speculative, and it's a reaction um, that we see every year, which is, okay, all the modern guys are fizzling out, so now we start moving towards safe, secure investments, which is vintage, retired Hall of Famers, everything like that. It happens every offseason. We just saw it more pronounced with more of a run-up just because of the new market that we're in, but all this is going to settle out. Vintage will go down and slowly creep back up every year when all the modern guys are fizzling out of the playoffs, we're going to see vintage start to go up a little bit. The same with Michael Jordan stuff. Same we're going to see with Kobe Bryant stuff. You know, Michael Jordan stuff in the offseason always goes up. The best time to buy Michael Jordan stuff is midseason of the NBA because nobody's thinking about Michael Jordan cards. They're only thinking about modern guys. You know, and that, that's, that's routine, like cyclical happens every single year.
2: But this year there was no midseason buy, really, because of the Last Dance. Right. So, would right now be time to buy Jordan?
1: No, because Jordan stuff. I mean, I mean, look, like it's that always the time, it's, it's always a good. It's it's Jordan stuff has gone down, but it's going up. Like it's look. I'm never gonna say it's a bad time to buy Michael Jordan stuff, because even like some of the runups that we saw with the Last Dance, it's like it'll get back to those prices. It's Just nobody should have been buying some of that stuff at those prices, but. It's a good time to buy Michael Jordan stuff, but at the same time, it's not, because we're... we're, we're, The time to buy Michael Jordan stuff was like two or three months ago, like three months after The Last Dance. Once all the stuff crashed down from The Last Dance, that was the time to buy Michael Jordan stuff, but now it's starting to heat up, uh, which I'm not going to say is a bad time to buy. I'm just saying it's not where it was. It's heating up now. Uh, We're seeing lots of... Like Michael Jordan rare 90s inserts... The market is completely dry and anything that comes to market goes for a historic price. Uh, That's what we're seeing with the, there's two red PMGs in auction right now. There's an altered one, which has already smashed the record of public sale. It's already at a hundred thousand with like a week left on PWCC altered. And then you got one on golden auctions too, which has like two weeks left. It's at like a thousand as well. It's an 8.5. So I mean like, no Jordan stuff is, Crazy, but that being said, like Jordan stuff is always goodbye. It's just going to go up, you know.
0: Um, I 100 percent agree with that. I think that, the, like anything that goes up like this, has to see some sort of dip, right? And then correct. <laughs>
1: Pokemon. Sorry.
0: And we'll we will get into that. God bless you. We will we will be getting into that. uh I have one more question before we actually get into that, and I really like this question. Um, do you think the massive influx of cards subbed for grading is depressing areas of the market? Um, so essentially the volume of cards that people are just dumping and dumping at PSA. Um, do you think that's going to affect the market?
2: Uh, well, no, I actually think it's it, before people kept saying PSA nines are going to go up in value because it's like, it's getting harder to go PSA tens. I think it's actually going to go the other way. I think PSA 10s are going to go up more, and I think PSA 9s are actually going to go – I don't actually – I think they're pretty low now. Before, they were higher. I know, like, before when, like, LeBron peak around was for this Laker Uni Prism 2019, yeah. his PSA 10 did 300, and his PSA 9 did $1. fifty. His PSA 9 now does, like, 60. So they've definitely dropped, I don't think – PSA 9 should go up because they're just handing them out left and right. The standard grade for modern cards, if it's in decent condition, is a 9. It's not a 7. It's not like an 8. If you, if, I think that's like the median. Uh, but I think there are buys in 10s. And just like the guy said that the supply is going up, but the number of people going up is more. And also the, there's people that are making money, and they're able to buy more. So you have more people coming in. You're having people being able to buy more, I would think that the only problem with that would be is if there's some economic unrest that happens and people obviously can't spend money on cards or like Sosh predicted with their mortgages, but was extremely incorrect. But I would say that would be a major problem for cards, obviously. And then you would obviously have to deal with that issue when it arises. Hopefully, it doesn't.
1: To jump on that. Look, it's a general question. Is the stuff coming back from PSA going to depress the market? Which area of the market are we talking about, right? Because like, at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff in the market that, no, it's not. In fact, there's not enough PSA slabs to meet market demand some stuff. So the prices will continue to go up because there's not going to be enough coming back from PSA. They're not pushing out PSA slabs fast enough. That being said, on the other side of the coin, you have the really common stuff. I mean, even Luka Prism PSA 10s, though, you would think, like, okay, can those go down because it's going to continue going up because people are still sending in Luka Prisms. Well, from my experience, I'm not getting a lot of Luka Prism PSA 10s back. I'm getting a lot of Luka PSA 9s. Same with Silvers, same with a lot of Luka Prism stuff. Oh. I do not foresee PSA pushing out a lot more Luka Prism 10s. I'm not going to say that they won't. I'm just saying from what I'm seeing – from someone who subs a lot of cards i'm not seeing a lot of tens coming back on the nice lucas stuff which makes me think that psa is trying to curb that a little bit trying to control the population if you will so i you know i don't see that hampering certain areas but yeah of course like if zion prism psa tens goes from four thousand to ten thousand in three months like that's going to depress the market for Zion Prism PSA tens a little bit because of the sheer number that's introduced to the market in three months. So can it depress it? Yeah. But I would say that PSA needs to be able to push out more slabs for it to depress the market because PSA is not able to push out enough slabs. And again, I'm speaking generally. Um, but yeah, you know, to answer the question, it's not a yes or no answer. It's, it just depends where you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I, I think that it has everything to do with demand um, and, like, how, how long this market can sustain and grow how it is. Like, I think eventually, you know, people are going to lose on modern stuff. Like, guys that don't pan out. Like, Rui Hachimura, like, if he doesn't pan out, people are going to be losing a ton of money off of him. But I know everybody's sending in his, his cards to get graded. Like John Collins, if De'Aaron Fox doesn't pan out, or Kobe he does, Colby White. Right? White. Like, if those guys don't pan out, and let's say their base PSA 10 generally is going for around 200 bucks, and the market eventually, at some point, the market will soften, you know, that $200 card turns into a, 30 dollar card right and if you have like 50 of those you know that's tough um so that's like that's where my mind goes when like that question comes up um like eventually the market will soften and you for me like the the a lot of those young guys i'm just flipping to put my money into stuff that i like way better um whether that's like lebron whether that's pokemon whether that's kobe whether that's luca like you know what i mean um but i do know a lot of people that like those are actually what they're buying and like what their investments are and i think that's when it gets kind of scary and interesting
1: right but that's just bad investing principles
0: but that's gonna like i know there's a lot of new things that are going to be coming out where the day-to-day trade of those cards is going to be, like, the premier thing. Um, And, like, I think when people say, like, bubble, I don't say that as much as the market softening and the player not panning out. Like, people think, like, with the playoffs, we saw, like, Giannis was 7,000. Kawhi was 5 grand. LeBron was 15K. uh, Luka was 2K. Like, but only two teams made it to the finals and only one team can win, right? So all those prices had to come down at some point. And I, th- I just think when that question comes up, that's, I just, my head goes straight to like modern young guys and them not panning out in the market softening. And then, you know, just cards going from 500 to 50 bucks. To me, that, that's what makes a lot of sense. Whether that's three years down the road, a year down the road, 10 years down the road. Yeah, right. Um, let me bring in Pokemon now because I know we've, uh, we've actually gotten like a lot of Pokemon questions. Um, so I guess generally just to, t- to start it off, have you guys, I mean, of course, you guys have been seeing what's been going on in the Pokemon market. Um, but like what just, I know like none of you guys are too like into it, but just from your like general perspective right now, what are your kind of thoughts on what, ha- what has been going on um, with the Pokemon market so far?
1: My I don't
0: know anything about Pokemon
1: cards, man. I, I only know a little bit uh, from what I see on Instagram and a couple of people I know, like Sash, that think about Pokemon. I don't know anything about Pokemon other than, um, look, if a PSA 10 Charizard Hollow first edition was 50K a year ago,
0: no, does that sound so- right, Sash? A month ago I was in a deal to get that card for $80,000. 80 a month ago. A month ago.
1: Okay, and now it's moved up to 220?
0: Now, the last one sold on Golden Auctions is 183 plus a 20% buyer's premium came out to 220k. That was Logic who bought that, and I also know of one other private sale that happened like literally a day before that that sold for 220. Sure. So
1: I just don't. I wouldn't buy that card. I wouldn't buy that card right now. Now, does that mean there might be stuff on the outskirts, right?
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Sure, but I don't know Pokemon, so I ain't gonna even try.
0: And that's like, why I, I don't have. I, I was talking to Shaya. Those are
1: getting those are getting bought up right now. All, was, all those good.
0: Yeah. I was talking to Shia, and I was like, "Look, because he want, he wants the cream of the crop. He told me that you know he wants Charizard, he wants all that good stuff." I said, "Shaya." Red Cheeks Pikachu, still a good play. All the oh, starters still I told I told you that. But and I think that that's where people get stuck. There's so many people looking at the Charizard market right now and I'm like, damn, like it's 220K for a first edition PSA 10. So much attention on that. But nobody yet has looked at a lot of the other stuff. I mean it has gone up, but I still think that's like where like if you're trying to get into it now, the play actually is.
1: Right. But see, my thing is I don't know who I don't know who Kobe is or who Grant Hill is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know which is which in Pokemon, and I don't, I mean, I, I have the time to learn it, I just, uh, I'm, too, I'm too afraid to put in the work to learn it, to make the stakes that are necessary to make, to, to do it, just because I got my lane with basketball.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I did Pokemon as a kid. And basketball and sports are my forte. And as I said in the live yesterday, Pokemon, what drives the market is very different from basketball. Luca can put up a triple double and go to the finals, and win it all, and place cards are going to go up from let's say now till then. Charizard is in ones is a character in our imagination, and he's not going to win any battle. But the whole argument is that it's art. I get that. It's It's gone up so fast that it's going to come down, in my opinion, now. And my main issue is I don't want to go buy the base set non-first edition or the shadowless. I want the first edition. But if I'm putting in 3, 4, 5, 6K into a PSA 10, let's say Charmander, Red Cheeks or whatever Sasha's been buying, When you have limited money to work with, I'd rather go with what I know is gonna go up in a certain time frame. I know if I go spend six k on Luka tens, I'm gonna see a fifty to hundred percent return on those in a fit five to six month period. I don't know what Charmander's gonna do. Charmander could stay the same. I'm not saying I think Pokemon is a great investment. Once it comes down to buy some throw it in a safety deposit box throw it in a safe forget about it come back in 40 years cuz pokemon's not going to go anywhere luka doncic could go somewhere zion could just like disappear pokemon's not going to go anywhere
0: or luka you know breaks a leg and whatever but Good. i think the i think that the reason and you brought up how you brought up how charizard's art I I I think that first edition is just so limited especially in high grade PSA slabs that like if you like if you Coleman want to go buy a Charizard right now you can't just go on eBay and buy one like you're going to have to hunt Ooh, like a Luka
2: Gold it's like one of those things. It's like you have yeah. to go searching for like well, no, and, and
0: no, but the difference, and this is this is what I found a month ago when I went into Pokemon cards. It's extremely hard to find. And if you find it, the person's going to tell you this. Honestly, I probably want to hold it unless I get a number that I can't refuse. And so you're
2: going to. Everybody says about like a Luca gold. If you go ask Mike about how much is Luca gold, he's going to say the exact same thing. I don't really want to move it, but if you offer me 800 K for it, okay, I'll take it.
0: I I agree with that. But also this is 20 years older and they're already established. Right. And like, if you think about first edition, it's like, it's like the 86 FLIR except like on steroids. So like the market is so people are, so many people are looking at it right now that of course the market's going to, you know, anything that's going up like this has to come down yeah but i think that like it's not i i, I saw like i heard a couple of people talking about project 2020 i was like that's the worst comparison you can make with first edition Yeah,
1: not a good comp you know what i
0: mean yeah, so that's like great. that's where i'm i'm telling people like look like it's completely not like that if you're buying i don't know about i don't know if unlimited will stay this hot forever but i know if you're buying first edition stuff it's super hard to find, and that's a really good sign. Um, and if you're buying high-grade, I think in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that plays out really well. I think right now we're seeing so many celebrities getting into it that it's just kind of beefing up the market. Um, and I, yes, I do think it's going to come down, but I still think that there's still plays to be made specifically with Red Cheeks Pikachu. Because if you did watch the Logan Paul break, you saw the, you saw the only Pikachu that was pulled were the Yellow Cheeks, which I still think is a good buy. But no red cheeks were pulled, um, and that's a really good sign and shows how limited they are. I mean, a, a PSA10 red cheeks did 10K did 10K yesterday, 106, something like that. And like, just from like a basic understanding, everybody in the world knows who Pikachu is, and if, you, if you're like not a Pokemon fan, you know Pikachu. So I think that car specifically plays out well because of the the name brand of of Pikachu, um, and I just think there's a lot more room with it. And I I think the same thing with the other starters as well. Um, I
2: I did Pokemon as a kid, but I have no interest in Pikachu. Like Pikachu's known, but I want like the big bad Charizard. Yeah, or the
0: I, or you want the Blastoise, like those
2: like the evolutions or whatever. But Pikachu's like a staple, I guess. Well, and
0: I think the thing is Blastoise, like if you're looking at it and comparing it to the Charizard at two twenty, like that's like Cheap. Yeah, right. So I think there's still like plays to be made. Like I think I, I think everybody's just looking at Charizard and they're that that money is eventually gonna flow down to the rest of the stuff. Um and so like if I ha- if somebody was telling me like how should I get into Pokemon right now? Should I buy a Charizard? I would say, hey, like, why don't you look at the other, you know, first edition stuff and make plays there? Um, You know, for for me personally, like, you guys already know, I already bought all my Pokemon stuff. I bought it, like, like, I don't know, like a month ago. Um, Like, I'm not going in and buying more because I already spent, like, a lot of money on Pokemon stuff. Um, But, like, for me, like, I have a Charizard 8.5. And... You know, I bought that for a lot cheaper than what it is now. Like for me, like my mindset is like, Hey, like, look, like, you know, I, I bought that deal. I bought three cards in that deal. I think it was a Blastoise 8.5 and one other card. I the a Venusaur,
2: them. Blastoise and a... Yeah. And the controller. Venusaur was a nine.
0: You know, I bought that, those three cards for 17.5K, right? It, those three cards right now are probably closer to, I, I don't know, 40, 50K now. So, like, the question is, like, for me, like, I'm, like, damn, like, 17.5. And I'm, like, at least doubling my money realistically. Like, that in, in a month. Like, you know, maybe I should take that money, pull it out, put it – to because I really like Red Cheeks. Like, you know what I mean? So, I still think that, like, for some things, like, if you're holding it, like, maybe it's a good time to sell off. But I still think there's a tons of other opportunity with Pokemon as well. And I think that there's only going to be more and more people getting into it. Um, The nostalgia of, like, a person who's, like, 25, 30, 35 coming back and buying these cards, like, that have money, like, I think plays out really well. And, again, I just think the first edition cards are the closest thing to art because it's so limited. Um, I think, um, well, the nostalgia is the same thing with sports cards. I I agree,
2: yeah. Everybody still had that experience. I think Pokemon is amazing long-term. Honestly, like, I think it's great for people – that have the money to flip in the long term. And I kind of put that in the same category of like Jordans and Kobe's and probably even LeBron's of just cards that you buy. If you have that equity to use while doing everything else and just stash it for years. I'm not talking about like three months. I'm talking about for years. And I'm sure that those, that trio that Sosh has, if he holds it for 15 years, that trio will, be worth 100k, probably maybe even more. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all, but I think Pokemon you just got to wait for the the dip because there will be one, and then at that point, I, I really think it's up to you. But I'm one of those people that I like the first edition Hollow, I'm not going to anything else besides that, really.
0: Yeah, and I think when you bring up bring the dip, like when we talked about how like uh Luca was 300 in March. It went to two thousand, then it went to thirteen hundred, right?
2: Very similar. It I it, it exactly. Down. I think it's going to be.
0: I think it, it's going to be very, very similar to that. Where it's like, yeah, it went down, but it's still like
2: soccer did, honestly, because yeah. basketball was kind of more progressively going up. I feel like, but like soccer, I think that lasted for like three weeks. I, I don't know if that was a full yeah. month. Champions hey, League, yeah. Soccer was dirt cheap for us. Uh, for as long as I can remember, suddenly went bonkers for a week and then crashed. And now it's flatlined. And Sasha's prediction is it's going to go up, which I'm hoping.
0: (laughs) Well, I think with soccer, the interesting, the thing is like, and we talked about it last night, is that basketball just ended. Baseball's about to end and football with the whole coronavirus stuff should be ending. I know you have a different opinion, but, Different football's ending for me, and if it doesn't, then there's only football left. so what is everybody going to put their money into, and what's everybody's attention going to shift to? It's going to be soccer um, You I, also
2: I just, say that, but people are, are, are already buying they're putting their money in basketball
0: no I but we're they are putting their money in basketball, but like it's like how we saw with football like in the beginning of the season like a lot of money went into football like I just think that. They're like, yes, people are going to be putting off season money into basketball, but I think a lot of money is going to go back into soccer. That's what I think. And I make, I, I like, I already have enough Mbappe cards, but I bought more last week because I felt that it was just too low. Um, so um, somebody actually, there's like a, there, people are actually bringing uh, good questions. Um, let me find it actually. Uh, it wanted us to compare a couple of cards. Okay, here it is. Long-term hold. Which one are you picking?
2: I already know what this type of question is going to be.
0: Charizard. No, 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 no.
2: Charizard versus
1: Jordan or something. No, no.
0: It's Charizard. So Charizard. Okay. Assume everything's PSA 10, right? Charizard. Or I guess it's more going by player. Charizard, LeBron. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah.
0: Jordan. Yep, Mahomes, Luca.
2: Yeah, I saw this.
0: Or Mbappe. One guy. You have to pick one out of all of them. So again, Charizard, LeBron, Jordan, Mahomes, Luca, Mbappe.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, Mbappe, but you're not even in the discussion. <laughs> huh. Oh, that's hard, actually.
0: It's tough. Mike, well, this is long term, though, right? So, yeah. So basically, your two young guys, if you want to throw Mbappe out, is Mahomes, Luka. And then you're like established that is done playing, or I guess, I mean, Charizard, Jordan, and then LeBron is in there as playing
1: still. Uh, for me, it's LeBron. Because unlike MJ, I think LeBron is going to do so much, so many things after. Um, his career is over. Uh, You know, there's crazy, like, rumors that he might run for some sort of political office. Like, he's in L.A. He's going to, like, be making movies and stuff. Um, And I just think he's psychopathically obsessed with eclipsing MJ's legacy. So I think uh, there's a lot of room for LeBron to to do some stuff long term, which would make me want to buy that or stick with that long-term. And I mean, look, like to answer this question, basically just means like, what do you believe in? And because of what I do with basketball cards and stuff, and because of what I know, I just believe in LeBron. Um, but that being said, like, I don't know, I think a close second would be MJ. And then just to be fly by the seat of my pants, my number three would be Luca. Yeah.
2: Um, I want to say MJ, honestly. I want to say MJ, but I contradictory what I just said. I am gonna say Charizard. Uh, I wouldn't like buy-
0: Oh, yeah.
2: yes.
1: was on the boat.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the one. Re- it, it's it's between Charizard and LeBron. It, it's between the two. My main reason by not saying MJ is because all the MJ lovers in there. 30s to 40s or older and I think as time progresses and as those people age out and they stop collecting whatever it may be more and more people are going to start liking Braun and I think MJ's the goat I'm not one that thinks LeBron is the goat but I think there's so many people now that say LeBron, uh, LeBron is the goat that I think LeBron would be the better play Pokemon is such an unknown now that It's between LeBron or Charizard, and that's just what more do you believe in more? Obviously, basketball, I think, has been more, like, I want to I say established, but that's also my field. You know what I mean? That's what I feel best. But Charizard, as Sash says, it's like art. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing them in museums because of how valuable they are. But if you're thinking long-term, it's between the two. And you really, I don't think, can go wrong with any of the options. Uh, they're all go-tos. Obviously, the more risky ones are Luca Mahomes, and Mbappe. But arguably, all three of them could be all-time players. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl in his first two years. Mbappe is an amazing soccer player. And Luca did what he did this year. And he's 20 years old. So, yeah, I think that's a great question.
0: I, uh, I love the pick, first off. Um, I mean again I think you can't go wrong
2: it's 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 between the two it I
0: really... think that when you tell me a Charizard first edition PSA 10 has a pop report of the PSA 10s of 120 I'm picking Charizard because there's only 120 of them Um, and like that card like you're saying like 40, 50, 60 years down the line with a There's probably not going to be enough. Like, people can send in those first edition cards if you have them, which is extremely rare, and you're probably not going to get a PSA 10, right? Um, It won't. (laughs) Exactly. So I I know that that pop report's going to be staying the same pretty much for PSA 10s. Um, And I just think over the years and over the years, it's going to just get very, very valuable. Um, So I would – and I think it's a very safe play. So what are we go,
1: comparing are we comparing the hollow to like the Fleer 86 to like the Topps 2003 or Like the, the question
0: The question was just like the players or Yeah, the, the I characters. get it. I get it. Um, so I mean like I guess like it's like questionable because you could say well I can go get this Jordan card for like that so super Would you
1: compare that
2: Charizard to like the LeBron gold PSA 10 like something along those lines? Cuz you can't compare it to a refractor that's so much less. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, it, I don't compare I mean, to Vinyl because the Vinyl is 101. There's 150 Charizards.
0: I mean, even if we're just, char- like, even if we're just comparing, like, the character to the players, I'm still picking Charizard just because I think it's the safest bet that I know I'm going to make a good return on. And I don't know. But I get what you're saying. Like, how much is, I don't even know how much is a Luca Gold or a LeBron Gold Tops Chrome. You know? 10. Yeah, like, how much is that card? Like, I have no idea. 400. So, I mean, so would like you rather that, have that or four Charizard, or what, two, two. Like, let's say two Charizard first edition PSA 10s?
1: Um, that's, that's a tough that's one. That's tough.
0: I'd sell LeBron,
1: get one Charizard, and then a PSA 9 LeBron. There you go. Best of both worlds. No. I think that question, that question helps helps us learn more about ourselves than it does yeah. what's a better investment. Like it's, it's very broad. Yeah, I agree. it's just what, whatever you guys answer, it speaks to me about who you are as a collector, investor, a human being more. So I get more about that than I do of what the investment is and what's better. I mean, cause it's like, they're all good.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just wrong.
1: like MJ versus LeBron. If, if, If you say LeBron's better, I'm just going to say, oh, okay. Like, making a persuasive argument, you're just telling me about yourself.
0: There was like a – Because it's like
1: you can persuade anybody either way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget to throw uh, Kobe there.
1: (laughs) Right. Because if you live in L.A., Kobe's the greatest.
0: Kobe's the GOAT. Um, But uh, we got another good question. Um, This person has $2,000 to start out, essentially, with their – you know, let's say they're you know collecting, but also it's like an investment, right? Um, what's what like? What should they look at? What should their plan be? How should they go about it?
2: You know what you should do. Sosh was able to buy three PSA ten trays and a PSA ten Luca from somebody for two thousand dollars. You know whoever that guy is,
1: and do the same thing. Coleman yeah, was at that whatever show. he has.
0: Coleman was at that show. I was
1: at the show. Um, I think this question always needs to come with uh, a part two of the uh, question, which is what? Well, a part two, which is an answer, which is how much work am I willing to put in? Because if you're willing to put in the work, you can put 2,000 into 200,000, um, you know, in a year or two. If you're willing to put in the hustle and the work. Yeah. Um, but if you want to put in the work, then you're just buying one card to hold on to long-term, right? You're going to throw it in your safe deposit box and let it sit there. Or you're going to throw it in your, you know, your safe and let it sit there. So it just depends, you know? It's just, it's just such a tough question. Let, but let's, let's say, like,
0: they're trying to keep it, it basic. Let, let's let's try frame keep, it, yeah. They're trying to keep it basic. They're probably, like, a Prism-based guy, you know, um, top scroll. You know what I mean? Like, as simple as possible of what they could buy.
2: All right. Shai, go ahead. Well, then it's probably things that I would say the three of us have been buying. It's the Luca, the Trey, and the Zion. Um, I don't see... Like, you could go make an argument maybe for, like, the LeBron Laker uni first year. You could say something along those lines, but like, if you're not going to go and in, in the work to go and grade raw and all that, obviously you can probably make a greater return, but also yeah. PSA could screw you and you just waste that time and money, and now you have a lot less to work with. And plus, you have to go sell all those nines or whatever you got back. Um, so, I guess that's the answer. 2K is like, I don't even know. That's like four Zions or, four tray, or five trays. You could get like a Luca and two trays, I guess. It's probably something like that. But I, I'm not a fan of these questions because there's so much you could do with 2K. And like all the diversity. oh okay
0: we can we can change it to what would you do with two grand? What would I do with two grand? What would you do with two grand right now? If
2: I had two grand, I wouldn't hold any of these cards. because oh, the, you... the only time I hold is if I still have money to. Because these are cards you're gonna wait for five six months. So if you only have two K to spend, you're just gonna be sitting duck for five months waiting for those cards to go
0: up. So are you saying if you have two K, you're grading? Yes. What if you like? Let's say let's. What let's, if you can't grade? How about if you can't grade? Yeah, exactly. Let's say you can't grade. You have to, I give you two thousand dollars to spend on whatever you like, but you can't grade. What are you buying? Well, that's the Luca
2: Tray Zion uh, Prism.
0: So you're buying, you know, Maybe one You're buying one Luca base Prism PSA ten and sneak in a Tray Prism PSA ten at four hundred. And then you have three hundred bucks to go get an optic Zion. I don't know.
2: No optic. Who what, what do you think I am? Well, I don't know
0: how much money
1: you got left.
2: That's twelve hundred for the Luca, and you have two trays. Let's just say that's okay. what I would.
1: Do some of that. That's pretty solid. Um, okay, for two thousand, I would buy one Luca at three hundred. I'd buy one Kevin Durant tops black paper, um, PSA nine at four hundred.
0: I like that.
1: It put me I at like- seventeen. And then I'd hopefully be buying it from the same person, so they'd throw me a tray Prism Ten for three hundred. There's my two grand.
0: I like that. I like that because I, I probably would have done, like the Luca tray thing or something like that. But because just to switch it up, don't I you would,
2: dare say some Squirtle PSA nine. I, I would buy, a,
0: I, would buy a, <laughs> I would buy a I would buy a Red Cheeks Pikachu first edition PSA nine. Um, How much? And, I know last week. Last week I bought one uh, for fifteen hundred. It's probably four K. But now. it's probably like, like. I think last went for nineteen hundred. So I don't know. Like I'm just saying, Ooh. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I want to change mine.
1: I'd buy a Luca Prism PSA ten at thirteen hundred. Um, and that honestly, I don't think is the best buy. i I'd, I'd make two more buys. I'd buy the Kevin Durant PSA nine tops black. And then instead of the tray, I think that's a good buy. Deal, but it doesn't work out. I need 400 to do that. I'd take the 300 and buy one of these. Which, full disclosure, I own three of them. But this is a Lon Bowman signature rookie card out of 1250. You can get you can get these raw for 300 bucks. I buy one of these because then I'm LeBron. Bam, I'm done.
0: Kaboom. Damn. I can't. I can't wait till uh, our next episode, and then we like see where everything's at. Um, Everything just tanks. Yeah, the the Pokemon. You guys can
2: see us in uh, different parts of Los Angeles on Ventura Boulevard, asking for spare change,
1: (laughs) trying to ask. No, asking for Luca. Hey, do you got Luca?
0: (laughs) Um. Okay, so I think we're going to – we'll end it soon. But before we go, um, I want to know, like, what's – and I think we do this every time. Like, what's one big card that you're looking to get um, and are eyeing on um, specifically right now?
2: My good.
1: A big one I'm trying to get is I'm trying to get a LeBron rookie. I'm not going to say which one it is because there's only one right now on eBay. And, yeah. But a LeBron two thousand three. What?
2: I said that'll be pretty easy to find.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? There, there's a there's a bunch of them on eBay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not like one of the ones that people would think of right away. It's not one of the most uh, you know, high profile ones. But so, um, the other big card, like the number one card on my list right now, is a Michael Jordan nineteen ninety seven Metal Universe precious. Gem's red, and there's two in auction right now, but the altered one is at a hundred thousand with a week left. So I don't think I'll be purchasing one of those. But that's number one card on my list, but that's not really realistic. The realistic one is trying to get a LeBron rookie auto right now. Uh,
2: personally, I am kind of at a standstill um, right now. I have been looking at Trey Color, not fast break like Sasha um
0: i i bought i bought color that i didn't buy just fast break um, let's make sure that's on the record let's make sure that's because i have a purple coming in too uh, uh, not a disco a uh, true purple coming in too purple teletubby i, I can't <laughs> well, wait to flex on you shy and, and once i get it in man
2: <laughs> uh trey color i've been looking at luca color i do want to add a lucas for 10 um if i can Cause I do have a Zion silver 10 and then I've been talking to a lot of people and I, as I I can't afford the rookie LeBron auto, but just a LeBron auto. Um, I would like to purchase one um, in the near future. So, yeah.
0: I think for me, I want to make like, I think a big card would probably be like maybe a nice Luca. It would be either be a Luca color. Um, because I just never had a Luca color before, as you guys know, I just kind of base. Weak, but, weak. Um, fast break, not fast break. I would no, no, no. fast break red. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I would. Uh, no offense
2: to anybody watching this as a Luca. No offense red. to
1: fast break red owners. <laughs>
0: I, I'm gonna pull up one day, and I'm just gonna show you like a. I'm like, oh yeah, I bought a Luca Blue, and I can't wait to show you. Like, but uh, no, I would buy like either Luca color or a, a nice uh, rookie patch auto of Luca. I feel like it's really cool. Like, uh, I mean, like I wouldn't be able to pay like an extreme amount, but like I feel like just getting one of those now is like probably. Ng. no, no,
1: there's like a noir or impeccable.
0: Yeah, I right? think. It, yeah impeccable like i think I, i've been looking okay, at impeccable nice. for trey um so like i i think a nice luca or something like that would be cool um but yeah that'd be my pick no fast break shy no fast break
1: fast break fast break, fast break rainbow oh. coming your guys's way and next i have the luca fast break for rainbow.
0: everybody watching if you're buying fast break it is okay these guys are just haters you're gonna make money no, I you're gonna make money. Fast
1: break's fine. Fast break's fine. I just don't prefer it. That's all. I'm a s I'm a, I'm I'll take a pass. I'll pass
2: I'll take a pass. Give me my base. Thank you very much.
0: I uh we'll end it here on the on the fast break, just like butchering. But uh I appreciate both uh Shia Coleman coming on. Uh make sure you follow, follow both of them. is at SteelerCards Cards on Instagram. Coleman is at Coleman Cards on Instagram. I'll make sure I put both of their links to their Instagram pages below. Um, so make sure you follow them. Um, Cause if you don't like then why are you watching this? Um, but also make sure you like uh, this video, make sure you comment what you thought, any questions you have for the next video um, and then make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy it again. I appreciate both of you guys for coming on. Heck yeah. Thank you so much, Josh. Appreciate it.